Morning, partner. Hello. How are you today? I'm just fantastic. But you know, partner, can I just ask a favour? Can you just humour me for a bit here? You know, I'm a pretty positive person, right? For the most part, yeah. I'm a positive person. But I really just need to have a gripe today. Oh, <laughs> God. You know, this is just all about how sometimes your family doesn't have a flippin' bleepin' clue what you do. And I know that it was meant from love and caring, but didn't I get the... Wait, are you still, <laughs> are you still enjoying your work? It's almost like Ooh. work is in inverted commas, right? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. What is that about? Yeah, they think we're like playing in this, like it's a game, like it's we're just trying it out still. <laughs> and sometimes it does feel like we're just trying it out and figuring it out. That okay. is true. We, true we, will, we will admit that. But I guess it's hard for other people to really understand what you're doing if they've never done it before. Like if they've never been an entrepreneur... I think it's just really hard for for them to understand. So, how did you respond? <laughs> like, how did and and how did that make you feel? That's really, I think, why I'm griping because it made me feel pretty shitty. Am I allowed um, to say that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like to take personal responsibility for things and choose how I react and how I feel about situations. And then I did kind of take the minute to think: Am I overreacting to this? What was in that? What was that question? even about did it just land with me a certain way but it was never really meant to be anything other than a very caring interested curious question are you still working a lot of hours and are you still enjoying it after 14 years yeah I guess I'm enjoying it (laughs) (laughs) well I haven't gone back to the work you know (laughs) working for somebody else so it must be all right (laughs) I think the context is everything right and when you know who asks you those types of questions, a relative, who mm. we've had several conversations in the past about yeah. you know, getting a real job and all of that fabulous That just got under my skin, the real job. Get a real, like, ah, how is entrepreneurship not a real job? Anyway, sorry, that's my gripe. <laughs> that's what I get irritated about. I'm so glad that you understand. Yeah, I do. I do. I, and that's the power of talking to people who do understand because it's like, wait, hang on. You're not crazy. This is hurtful. This is does get under your skin when somebody just sort of asks what seems like an innocent question, but it is frustrating because it's like, hang on. How do people, I guess I, it's, I'm unsure of this, like how do people not realize that entrepreneurship is a real job? Because everybody works for an entrepreneur. In some way, shape, or form, because every business ever created was started by an entrepreneur. Well, yeah, you know? you're either an entrepreneur or you work for one. Work for one, and yeah. it's it's fine. It's it's an interesting thought process, isn't it? Because it kind of takes you down this track of partly it's generational that some generations just haven't got their head around the way business is done today in their world. You traded hours for dollars every single yeah. time right? But we're now working with knowledge transfer and coaching and guiding people. And perhaps it's the type of work that I'm choosing to do that has this this relative bamboozled. So in fairness, I'm trying to kind of place it in a way that says, really, maybe it's just that the world of work is changing so much that people uh-huh. don't quite understand how people make money these days. 
Yeah, because I don't think you'd question somebody who opened up a shop that sold lawnmowers, right? You wouldn't question them if you saw them selling lawnmowers every day. They're like, oh, there's a shop. It's been open. You know, it's been open five years. They're selling lawnmowers all the time. You see their posters or their ads or whatever. And you're like, okay, that's a successful business. It's a visual success. You can yeah. you can really see it. It's tangible, right? Yeah. Whereas when you're in a service-based industry, which is what we are, and who the majority of people we work with are in service-based industries, it's a whole lot harder to see their success because often success is quiet and very few people really open up about how successful they are. We don't share our income spreadsheets and we, you know, people, people don't know, right? So if you don't know, you can think, oh, maybe they're just playing around, you know, do they have clients? Do they, and, and are they doing okay? Can they doing their costs? Uh, Because there's this fear thing, right? Another thing we talk about is mindset and scarcity and abundance. And my world um, have that scarcity mindset. Oh, sure. And so it's like, oh, well, she's not talking about it, so I hope she's doing okay. Yeah. And it's funny, those same people, I often feel like, because I have that too in my, my circle, those same people, I often feel like I want to be careful about how much of my success I talk about because I, I don't know how they are going to react to that. So I, I don't want to brag, you know, in quotes, like I don't want to brag about my success and my big wins mm-hmm. because that might make the conversation uncomfortable too. So, and, and, and also it's, it's very real that entrepreneurship is a roller coaster. Sometimes you're riding high and the clients are coming in and the money's coming in and everything is booming. And then there's other times when you're like, oh boy, am I paying bills this month? Cause it's tight <laughs> and it's tough. It. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it can be a struggle. And I think especially in the beginning stages of entrepreneurship, that roller coaster can be steep. You could be way up high and way down low. And and when you don't know month to month what that's going to look like, it's hard to plan for the difficult yeah. times. And a pandemic hits and everything's out the window, right? Upside down and roundabout. And yeah. yeah, you definitely don't want to get braggalicious about it when you're on the high because you full know that that roller coaster is coming down and then there might be a time when you need to spot a, a loan on something. That's <laughs> true. It's true. And it, and part of that is like that's you got to be able to be okay with that as an entrepreneur and expect that. And then where it gets a little bit easier when it's not like oh fear when it starts rolling down the hill, right? You can't have that fear just to be like, okay, I know the next uprise is coming. I've just got to work towards it. Maybe I've got to put a little bit more in my marketing. Maybe I've got to reach out to some past clients and and you just you know what you need to do and you just got to take action. And when you get to that mindset, then you know you're going to be okay. And you just kind of got to ride out some of the tough times. That's kind of normal. And that I think is the part that freaks out the people who aren't in entrepreneurship the most for you, right? When they love you and they fear for you, it's they're used to a steady income. They know they're making X amount of money every single month and then they can budget their life based on that money that's coming in every month. And the reality is, is entrepreneurship's not like that. It's not like that at all. And that fear of taking risks is what stops a lot of people from becoming an entrepreneur because that risk take is just not in their blood. And I'll admit, I'm not a big risk taker. I've never been a huge risk taker. I'm not even a person that likes roller coasters. (laughs) I don't like the big risk. And being an entrepreneur was definitely a big learning curve for me and had the highs and lows and all of that. You had a lot of support too, didn't you? Like your family is a bit different in that regard. uh, That's where I've been very blessed. You're jelly of that one. 
Yeah, I know. I know. I am very blessed in that regard. Like my mother's an entrepreneur, has been for a lot of years and she's in financial services. So that was super helpful too, because she was able to give me a lot of good financial advice in the beginning and in the years since. So that was very helpful. My sister's also an entrepreneur. My father, my stepfather was uh, an entrepreneur as well for a good part of his life. The later part of his career, he sort of went into his own businesses. And so I've been sort of surrounded just in my family unit with a lot of people that have embraced entrepreneurship and made some of the mistakes and had some of the successes and were able to kind of give me some good advice and kind of support me when I decided to take on entrepreneurship full time. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which if you go back and listen to my episode, you'll realize it wasn't like I planned for it and I was going to be it from day one and to business classes in university. That's a regret. I should have done more business classes, but <laughs> I've had to learn hard knocks a little bit, which is fine. But it definitely having that support made the transition a lot easier and it's made the year since easier. Although they still question when I tell them the big risks I take and the things that I do and the stuff I invest in and the plans that I have, they kind of look at me a little wide eyed like, are you sure this is a good idea? <laughs> the staff that you have, are you talking uh, I'm a staff member? You what? What? Exactly. Definitely got that reaction. Like, oh, yeah, I had okay. That too. I just had like the deer in headlights when I was talking about it. And then I kind of ran out of things to say because there wasn't really a conversation happening. <laughs> 100%. They're like, you did, you did. What now? <laughs> but reinvesting in your business is something that you have to embrace as an entrepreneur. And that's a risk you have to take at some point. Like, are you going to scale? And how do you scale? You cannot scale alone in entrepreneurship. We only have so many hours in the day. Oh, one of my favorite things to say, well, Beyonce has the same number of days in the same number of hours in the day as you do. Yeah, but Beyonce also has a chef, a personal trainer, a nanny. It's, it's not the same. You cannot compare. That's apples and oranges, right? She's built a good team around her. She's a smart business lady. That's it. A team. Exactly. It's business. And even if it's her life, it's also her business. You have to look at it like that, you know, and you have to get support. None of us can do any of this life on our own. We are not meant to be solidary creatures doing everything on our own and reaching mass levels of success. No. We just can't. I'm That's a single mom. I get it. Important. So important. And I look at our partnership in this business as being what's taking us leaps ahead of where I'd be on my own. There's no way I'd be here on my own. I couldn't I know, have gotten to this I've on my own. All kinds of crazy, risky things in front of you, and you just have to say yes to them. And then, yep, look what happens. Because <laughs> I do. That's the thing. If you're ever looking for a partnership, if you're listening to this and you're thinking about a partnership and who you partner, find the person that you don't fear saying yes to, even when they come with crazy ideas. Like you got to be able to just go, yeah, let's try that. And trust them enough to know that it's either going to work out or you're going to pivot into something else. Yeah. You and know, if you have the same values and you're not mm. willing to let the side down then you know you're going to be okay because that's why I trust you so much is because I know that it's not an academic thing, it's a heart thing, that we have the same values and it doesn't matter what kind of pickle we might get ourselves into, which luckily touch wood hasn't happened. Yeah. But if it was to ever happen, I trust that both of us have the wherewithal, the chutzpah and the let's just get through this together vibe and we'll we'll survive it. And you know what? Anything's better together. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. It's so, 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 so true. That's why I value you as a partner and us as like a team because 
we say yes to crazy things. We go for it. You push me so far out of my comfort zone. It's not even believable. If you had told me three years ago before two for one was created that I'd be doing a podcast, I'd have laughed at you. I'd been like, what's a podcast? Why would I be doing a podcast? Why would I want to do a podcast? (laughs) Who would listen to me in a podcast? What do I have to say? You know, my imposter monster was leaning hard on my shoulders. Like I did not have the self-belief and the trust and the thing that I have now because I just start taking crazy risks. We did a radio show together. Like that was so much fun. That was fun. But what? (laughs) Shout out to IBGR. International Business Growth Radio Network. For real. They helped us be, get good at this. Yeah. You know, and, and feel confident doing this and wanting to do this because we realized how much we loved it. It was hard. It was challenging. We had to really time things very carefully. We were restricted in a lot of ways. We had a deadline. Every week we had to meet. Deadlines are wonderful show up. Thing, by the way. Well, yeah, I'm a big fan of deadlines. <laughs> if it wasn't for deadlines, I'd get nothing done. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Exactly. but seriously like absolutely that helped us doing that radio show helped us I think progress really far in business because we spent a lot of time researching which I loved researching I think I talked about that before about you know the value of learning is so important to us and researching really helped me get case studies and stats and facts about marketing and everything that we do I think that helped me gain a lot more knowledge in this industry which also helped me get over feeling like that imposter syndrome thing. Like, who am I? I was like, okay, no, I have this information. I can share this information. Even though it didn't originate from me, it was stuff that I found, but I was able to put together in a way that I could explain it better. Kind of helped me realize, oh, wow, I, I really, I do know what I'm talking you about a little bit. knew a lot of the stuff. What you were researching was the little factoids and some quotes and some stats. We love our stats. And in the radio show, we used to always... And in our earlier podcast, we'd always have a section where we'd include some stats about the topic we were talking about. And in the earlier podcast, to level up your marketing with Vicky and Laura, was very much more teaching moments, mm, right? Yeah. And so we wanted to have, be able to put our fingers on some really good examples of what we were talking about. But the point is you already knew everything that you were researching, Yes. You were just getting the way it's applied and offering opportunities to to kind of understand it in a different way through an example or a story. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I didn't know that I knew it. That that was what was an awakening for me. Like, I really didn't know that I knew it. Mm -hmm. I didn't have the confidence that I knew it well enough to explain it to somebody else or teach it to somebody else. And by doing it, And going through the process of preparing for every show that we did and doing the research and stuff, I had a lot of awakenings in that, oh, okay, I actually do know this. And my confidence grew every time in doing it. And I think that is such an important part of being a resilient entrepreneur is doing, taking the action over and over and over again, even when it feels uncomfortable, you don't feel like you quite know what you're doing and you will make a few mistakes along the way. Failure is just part of it all. We're going to have conversations on just failure, (laughs) like all the failures. That's just part of it. You just got to accept that that is part of it, of any success. Failure is a part of any success. So it's just about the keep going, keep doing, keep taking action because in doing it, your confidence grows things become easier, things start to move faster, business starts to become more successful, 
it's just a natural progression. But if you never take action, if you never do it, if you just keep thinking and researching and learning and reading lots of books and listening to all the podcasts, but if you never take action on any of the things you are learning, you will never, you ever get ahead. You yeah, you're just going to stay stuck. Oh, no, 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 no. Now that's no, another no. subject, regrets. And not that I have a lot of regrets because I, I choose to live without them. But I think, you know, that's something that we need to talk about is that unfulfilled potential. That's my driver, you know. Yeah. And I think that's a yeah. pretty cool thing that a lot of people probably relate to. Yeah. And I think we'll do a whole episode on the imposter monster. Yeah. There's, there's a bit more to unpack in that one. There's a lot to unpack in that. And I think it's very common. We've talked to so many entrepreneurs over the last few years in all different stages of business. And that comes up a lot. And in lots of different ways, they might say, I feel like I have imposter syndrome. They might just say, I don't feel quite confident in this or, or it just comes up in, oh, no, I don't want to put my face in front of the camera. I don't, I don't want pictures of me on my social media. I don't, I don't want to, to do a live or host a webinar. or And that's how it sort of comes out. And I think, I don't know, maybe because we have all these things and we're telling people that we're an entrepreneur and we're doing this business and they kind of see that confidence shaken a little bit that that's maybe why they question you about the work and are you sure you want to do this and you're really going to take that leap are you really going to turn your side hustle into a full-time business because what if it fails and and a lot of it I think you know just going back to what we were saying in the beginning and it's just I think people that love us worry for us probably even more than we worry for ourselves yes. and you know and that's not a bad thing and we probably could do better at experience explaining to them yes <laughs> this type of stuff and having this type of conversation maybe just hey hearing this podcast helps somebody's parent understand why their kid is is doing this crazy thing and by being an entrepreneur i think and talking about entrepreneurship you shine the light for others and when you talk about the trials the tribulations the success the difficulty all of it and share it and be open and vulnerable about it with your friends, your family, publicly, like in this type of format or any which way. I think it helps somebody else take that leap, take the risk, go for it and make a difference in the world and make the impact that they want to make in the world. I have kids. My kids both are entrepreneurial mindset. My they son is the- are amazing. <laughs> And I love that I am able to not just like give them some advice, but also just go like, hey, go for it. Go for it, kid. You want to do this? Go for it. You want to build a website for your art business? Go for it. Here's what I know. And then give him the space to explore, to learn, to figure it out himself. And, you know. Laura, every time I'm on the gram, I'm seeing Flow by Nico (laughs) reels popping up at me. I was like, this kid needs to do our social media. He's doing Instagram better than his mom. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I'm so excited by it. Like he's getting it. You know, he's like researching the trending sounds and following. Here's a key tip for everybody. Follow the people that inspire you. Follow the people that are doing it just a little bit better than you or a little bit ahead of you in business. Follow them. See what they're doing. I'm not saying copy them, but get inspired by them because that's how we follow others. They're shining a light so that you can pick it up and run with it. And then just do it your way. Put your own spin on it. 
and then get out there and shine your light for others so that they f- can follow too, right? It's like a big open cave that's really dark and, you know, we're still, we're trying to find our way through it. We're just still discovering it all. But if somebody ahead of you has a bit of a light that you can follow and then you can shine yours back for somebody else, we're all leading each other through to some success. And I love that. And yeah, I love my son, Flow by Nico on Instagram and TikTok. And what else? He's on fan base now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's got a website in the works. So stay tuned. I'll probably announce when the website is live. And he sells acrylic flow paintings and these amazing Christmas ornaments mm-hmm. that I just think are so incredibly beautiful. In fact, there's a Christmas tree in my living room. It's July. <laughs> there's a Christmas tree in my living room right now. Really? By the way, it's a thing. It's a thing over here so you know yeah, in both hemispheres i love it we're always on Thanks the same wavelength partner <laughs> always. <laughs> always we love i said i think vicky and i have lived a parallel life for so long that we've just our paths have like just connected and it's insane because we've just so many of experiences oh, yeah. we have had in life have just been the same which i think makes this partnership so special that we can share so much of the same thing which i think has led to us having the same values now in business which is beautiful so find that person find that twin flame i love that saying in a relationship you look for your twin flame i think in partnerships are the same friendships are the same mm-hmm. all of that um just find that person that you can connect with and uh, help you grow which is it that's it you know we can't choose our family but we can certainly choose the people we surround ourselves with the community that we want to be part of that helps us to grow in business and in life it's a beautiful and thing. then we become family don't we it feels yeah like totally 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 and it's a different level of support and a different level of understanding it's a good thing well thank you for my therapy session partner (laughs) i hope it helps i hope it helps (laughs) good stuff good stuff we'll leave it here and uh yeah catch you next time around as we say have a good day partner have a good night Thanks for joining us on Resilient Entrepreneurs. We are Laura and Vicky from Two for One. We love supporting entrepreneurs, especially with mindset, marketing, and motivation, which is why we've built an incredible community of business founders who meet weekly in the Level Up League. If you'd like to know more about it, look us up at 241branding.com. 